You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13, and today, returning to the show for the second time, we have Al Shire. Al, welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? Thanks for coming on, man. My man, it is a hot, hot, hot Saturday night in Austin. Oh, dude, Texas. I'm burning I- up. You can see my fan's not on for audio purposes, and I'm, I'm, my pits are sweating. The pits are sweating. How hot is the wood right now? How hot is the wood? Oh, the king wood. Um, it's pretty hot, man. It's uh, it was 103 earlier, uh, or at least that's what the truck said. The truck said 108 at first. How hot is it there? Probably 104. It hit 104. It's gonna hit 105 tomorrow. Golly, dude. Oh man. So we got two two months. We have two and two until August. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even want to think about how well, hot it's going to be then. And here in Texas, you know, it stays hot until the end of October. You know what I mean? It's just, and then even then in November, it's like, yeah, it's still kind of hot. <laughs> you know, maybe a cold front comes through for a day or two and then it goes away and it's hot again. That's why Texas people are is- always sweaty doing sober November. They're like, it's still hot here and they're sweating out all that booze. Yep. Well, they do. They do sober October and then like no drink November. And you know, every, every month could be a different, that's a good reason. Every month is a good reason to chill. Calm yourself down. I wanted Shire, actually Shire brought this up to me and it's a really cool thing that you got going on. Um, You've got the Terlingua Musicians Guild that you've started and you've been working on that for like six months or so. But you just started implementing, like really, like getting mus- um, getting the instruments into people's hands or on the porch, I should say. And you posted some stuff uh, about it, and it got picked up by the Big Ben Times, I believe. And they wrote oh, yeah. a really beautiful Mr. article. Mr. David Flash wrote that, and he is an amazing writer that lives in Fort Davis, and he covers the pretty much the whole Big Bend area, and he's you know spreading the good word to the the people and in Texas and beyond about what, what is going on down there in that little magical gem that is uh, Brewster County. So tell us a little, and that's awesome. Cause that dude wrote a really good article. It was really well-written. So shout out to him. But um, so it tell was us a nice a little thing bit. to wake up to. Yeah, yeah, dude, I bet, man. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a great article. Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the Terlingua Musicians Guild. Man, it's just this, this little thing I started that, that, you know, it's just to combine more tourists with the locals. Yeah. You know, usually on Sundays and Wednesdays at the porch, which is right next to the Starlight Theater yeah. uh, in, in, in the ghost town, people will congregate there and they'll, and they'll jam. And, you know, a lot of these locals have their own guitars. You know, I mean, I get it. I wouldn't just give my guitar up to a stranger. Sure. And uh, I thought, man, you know, I, I want to kind of get something going to where like there's like community instruments to right. where someone doesn't have to say, hey, you know, can I can I grab that and 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen some some tours show up and man, rip it up. I mean, like really, really good. You know, they'll yeah. they'll surprise you because you got people from all over. You know, the United States going to to Terlingua and 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 the Big Bend area. You know, go to the national park and go That's hiking fun. and yeah. go exploring and looking for arrowheads and and stuff like that. And so I thought, you know, it's kind of like cut out the awkwardness of being, you know, possibly turned down to use an instrument. And uh, hey, you know, here's you know all these community guitars. I've taken three down already. Um, wow. I took a a twelve string Yamaha that came with my house when I bought it in two thousand seven, and uh, and then I, my my buddy Todd Andrews has a, a company called Gavler Guitars, and he's down in Menchaca, and uh, he refurbishes all these older guitars. I went and grabbed two of those off him about three months ago and put those down. I played a show a couple of weeks ago at the Starlight and also at DB's Rustic Iron Barbecue. Um, and then on that trip, I left two more guitars there. So, so far I've left three. Uh, I went and grabbed two more almost a week ago wow. from my buddy Todd. And uh, you're going to have man, to start gets... bringing like stands and stuff and hanging them up on the wall or something. <laughs> so, What's awesome is I've got a good friend there named Josh Keenan. He's the local plumber and he's a, an amazing craftsman. And uh, he put the bug in my ear to, to talk to this other amazing craftsman that we know in Terlingua named Ed Hegarty. And Ed's drawing up plans right now. Josh got the permission from Bill Ivey's niece and nephew to build a, a big guitar rack. It was oh, like cool. a, like imagine like a big guitar boat that they can close at night. That's oh yeah, that'd be great. You know, and so they can shut it if they want to lock it. Great. I mean, someone would have to be responsible. Luckily, I've got two really good buddies, man. My friend Moses Martinez, who's an amazing singer songwriter, harmonica player out there. He goes to the porch almost daily. My buddy Adam Heath does the same thing. He's an, an amazing mandolin player that plays with me when I go down there. Yeah, right on. And uh, both those guys have had Moses had a cajon stolen, I guess about six months ago, and Adam had a mandolin stolen. So it's like kind of passionate to them that they're yeah. that they're keeping an eye out. You know, sure. They're also you... keeping an, an eye out for the gear that got stolen. You don't want to get caught doing that down there. That's that's one a, of the that's one a, of the things you guys you know, are doing to like. No, no to stop that is like you're writing you know leave me on the porch and then whoever donated it right like on the guitar leave, leave me on the porch please i try to be as polite and you know grammar political as i can um uh, yeah we could but yeah yeah my my buddy pablo larios donated a, a really nice fender um and that was one of the guitars I took down there. I wrote his name on it, you know, donated by Pablo Larios and Al Shire. I only put, you know, my name on it because I'm just, I'm, I'm the hauler. I just sure. haul. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, my buddy, uh, Don, that owns DB's Rustic Iron Barbecue, he donated a snare and a stand, a couple of pairs of sticks. And Nate's roommate, Manny Melgar, donated a pair of brushes. So, you know, nice. those are... Those are all up there, you know, just waiting for people to to use them. So, you know, they they've been getting used. You know, I I get messages from my friends that go up there and check on the gear, and the gear's getting used. I have a few photos of you know people playing. You know, it's got my my little signature on there. Yeah. You know? So right on, man. What cool. do people have to do to one one 
um, like contribute, and two, like what if they want to be uh, like a, a member of the guild? Is there a way to do that? Or <laughs> that's the, I mean, that's one of the to me one of the most beautiful things about this is is it's it's not official. I mean, it's just okay. It's me and a bunch of my friends that just want to bring more music, you know, uh, camaraderie to that area. You know, there's sure. no Facebook page. I've had people ask me if, if I'm going to get a logo and T-shirts. And that's, I don't know, at that point, it just becomes a little bit too business-like. If people, I've had a couple of people, you know, offer to toss me 200 bucks to buy a guitar from my buddy Todd and, you know, you know put their name on it, that they donated it. And, and no one's come through yet. Yeah. Um, they can track me down on, on you know, Facebook or Instagram and shoot me a message. I'm really bad about checking the messages on Instagram. Facebook is best, but you know, it's these guitars, my buddy sells them to me for, you know, 180, 200 bucks. Nice. And, uh, you know, the, the more that I can get down there, the merrier, you know, watch, there's going to be like, you know, how the Guinness book of world records does like, like, you know, X amount of guitar players playing a song together. They did interstand man where like, there's like 200 fuckers out there doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get, a hundred people with guitars to sit on the porch all in like lo- rows and play nothing but love and Brewster County. Oh, that would be great. And there I will be. I'll just be in the parking lot conducting. Da, 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 da. That'd be funny. That'll be great. And everybody uh, who hasn't heard that song yet, there will be a link in the description to go check that out. And I probably also put some here. Tearing that southbound 118 Hit the little borough if you know what I mean 75 with the wind in my hair I got nowhere to be I don't have a care No cottonwood Maybe a stop on the way Chili pepper lunch at the little cafe D.B. smoking till the cows come home I'm in my happy place Even if I'm alone Yeah, nothing but loving County, don't you double cross Herman? You'll become the bounty, my friend. This could be your end. Cool. Um, but yeah, dude, that's super sick. I got I got other questions about this. So there's no so basically what you're telling me is there's no card carrying membership. You're not gonna be able to have a card and say, I'm a part of this. You just gotta be a part of it. You're gonna if, if anybody wants to be a part of it. You know, we'll work out the details. They'll get their name written on on a guitar. You know, it's funny. I've I, I've had a few friends offer. Well, they've given me the advice to put those air trackers inside oh, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, then but, you, you know, out, find out where they go. Yeah, but out there, eh, it's like unless you have like literally satellite, like unless you've got like Starlink on those things. Oh, I see what you're saying they're going to disappear they'll just vanish it's a good idea though so i'm really just hoping in good faith remember that don't forget to pray for me yep don't yeah. forget to pray for me hear me now hear me now hear me now oh yeah no you know I'm, I'm just doing this in good faith that no one no one will take them you know it's sure there's there's there is thievery out there so you know nothing surprises me you know it's everywhere you can't get away from it. yeah 
all all these guitars I don't have any emotional attachment to. So it's just I am though, can I throw in that uh uh day before yesterday I drove the I, I drove a guitar down to my buddy Zach Wallace in Cyprus and uh you know Ryan Roth just passed away a few weeks ago and right. so Zach is going to uh do a portrait of Ryan on this guitar that I took to him and and we're gonna kind of present it at his at his memorial on July 15th in Beaumont. And then from there I'll take it with me and uh you know come back to Austin and then take it out to Terlingo. Ryan always wanted to go out there with me. He always was like, oh, what am I gonna get to Terlingo? And our big joke was like, you're either gonna knock somebody out or you're gonna knock somebody up or both. Because he was just he was fun, you know? Yeah. And but yeah, so you know he he never got out to West Texas with me. So this is like me taking him out yeah, there with me and leaving him on the porch oh he he would have loved it you know he would have yeah. his little rude boy self you know yeah. you know what's interesting is that uh our uh a uh, mutual acquaintance uh stefan knows ryan or knew ryan that's so funny so like so i mean it, but it makes total sense you know you from punk rock scene stefan's from the punk rock scene kind of makes sense that they ran into each other stefan was like really tore up if you go to his facebook page he's really tore up about it so, you know, Ryan squatted for a while. He he dealt with like a little, you know, brief bout of homelessness. So like the more that I thought about him and Stefan knowing each other, it, it didn't surprise me, you yeah. know, that like. Stefan's the dumpster diver of all right. my friends. Like I, he's the yeah. one who taught me how Ryan to get was too. cheap right. books. Let's go to, let's go to half price books. I'm like, why? He's like, they throw all the ones with the torn covers in the, in the dumpster. And right. there you go. Who right. cares about the cover? It's the book that matters. And we'd go out there and find badass books, missing covers, or something was ripped. I, I found all my couches when I was growing up <laughs> because right. of dumpster. Diving. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all now that you know, like the more I've thought about Ryan's lifestyle, that you know, you know, it just kind of makes sense. You know, his his parents have asked me to uh, do uh, an acoustic version of Roots Radicals, and. Okay. Uh, at his memorial along with amazing grace. So I, I'm really, I'm not nervous. I'm just like, Oh, have you ever done it? Okay. Grace? Are you going to play it and sing it? I have to. Wow. And I haven't, I haven't played that song. And you know, that was my dad's favorite song. I haven't played that song in 20 years. Oh, well, at um, least you played it before. I've never played it before. I don't even, I wouldn't yeah. know where to begin. Right. Uh, and you know, I'm 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 more than honored that they that they asked me to do that. That's really really nice. And, and oh, plus, I loved him like like a brother, you know. And yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Rest in peace, Ryan. Um, rest in power. Rest in power. Uh, okay, so what's uh what's up? What are, what plans you got for the guild next? You got anything bigger? Or we're just trying to get music. Just trying to get musical instruments out there right now. I'm just, I'm just trying to get my hands on his, I'm taking two more guitars out there. One's Ryan's guitar. One's another one. Uh, I might, I might have Zach do uh Jimmy Lee Dean was an awesome uh, singer songwriter from Houston that, that passed away a few years ago. And I'm, I'm yeah. more than likely going to have uh, Zach do that portrait on the other guitar. Okay. So the next two guitars I take out there, I'm going to have, you know, my friends on them. 
Um, okay. Let that's me it. Just, you know. I, let, let me donate one. I got one in the closet I'll bring out here in a minute. I'd like to give one to you. It ain't anything fancy, but it's something that'll be cool to sit on a porch. It, 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 it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I, you know, beaters are best. Well, that would be a really good t-shirt. Beaters are best? Beaters are best. Because, you know, <laughs> these are all like beater guitars, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then, and then, of course, people make the joke like, you know, right, of course, yeah. But... I used to have that hat that said Master Bader. It had a fish on it, you know, and he was chasing a hook. So one of my favorite things, and I and I still haven't stopped there, and I'm going to do it next time. Uh, you know, we just came back from Surfside. And right before you, you crossed that, that bridge <laughs> near Pier 30 on the other side of the highway, there's a bait shop called Hooker's. Nice. <laughs> and I and I swear, Ryan 13, the next time I go to Surfside, I'm getting one of those shirts. If they have them, I'm getting me a hookers shirt. Because that's got, too they, good. They have them. There's there. And then if, I, I will send you money to if, get me one too. That's great. If they don't, I'm I'm gonna tell them they need to get a new PR person. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. if you own a bait shop which could be spelled B-A-T-E. Right. Go away, Baton. Go away, Baton. Oh, yeah, give me some. Cut me a piece. Oh, you, that's... Go away, Baton. Mikey's going to love that. That's, 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 that's our big joke. What up to Mikey? Battle Mountain, Nevada. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, more more gear, more guitars, having my buddies get this guitar rack done. Okay. You know. Dude, that's going to be sick when that's done. Make sure, well, I know you will. Make sure you get some pictures out so we can share them. That's going to be so cool. You know, now that I think about it, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to Ed Haggerty to see if we, we need to put, like, some kind of, like, humidor in there. Dude, someone yeah. posted that it was it was pushing 130 out there yesterday. Yeah, well, what's gonna what's yeah? Your big deal is I don't know what the humidity is. It's West Texas, but you're in a very particular spot of West Texas. So West it's Texas, dry. yeah, West Texas is known for not having any humidity. If you've got anything under fifty percent relative humidity, you probably don't have anything to worry about. But it's like here, I'm in Houston. If I leave my guitar right. outside overnight tomorrow, it's gonna be like twisted and warped. <laughs> well, like the one thing that like Moses was worried about the reason he wanted something to close or at least a, a, a cover was, you know, he was telling me that when the, uh, when the sun rises in the morning, it just blasts the porch. I oh, mean, okay. it's like, you know, crazy hot. And it just the way it's like, you know, there's nothing out there to block it. You know, yeah, once it right. comes over the mountains, it's just like bang. And it just, yeah. It just cooks everything. Everything right now is behind like a pretty decent like size covered. It looks like a table, okay. like an end table, but it's really big and it kind of you, know, you can't really see the gear. You you have to kind of know it's there to yeah 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 okay. know it's there. So well, I mean that's cool too, dude. This is it's a work in progress, like life, like everything else. It's just a work in progress. And if I can just get more gear out there, just to unify more people and that, that that's just that's that's my little foot, footprint out there i love it you know? i think i think it's yeah. super fantastic I, like when you first told when you were uh 
first starting to go out to Terlingua and, you know, make that place your home, like, or your second home, I guess, uh, like, you started telling me about this porch. You started telling me about all the musicians that are out there. The The fact that there's music and great music and great musicians out in the desert. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. You know, like they're out there just ready to play. And your idea of having tourists, because a lot of tourists come through playing with the locals and not being afraid to act, like having an abundance of instruments to be like, oh, dude, I'll, I'll, let me take one of these. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll sit down and jam with you instead of oh, standing around and feeling all awkward about it. That's great. One of the, the greatest things, like when I did this last run out there a couple of weeks ago with my friend Wendy Jones, we, we played, she played on, uh, Wednesday night um, at Lajitas, okay. which is a golf resort that's like, you know, closer to Mexico than Terlingua is. Okay. And I got up there with Chris Seton and gave her a break and did and did three songs. And, you know, it's just a bunch of, you know, older, drunk, rich golfer people yeah. that take their shoes off and have bare feet. And I'm going to send you that photo for you to add that. We'll uh, we'll cut out the guy's face, but dude, it's like feet. It's like, what's up, feet? You know, you're spending four hundred bucks a night there. I can smell you from here. I was taking photos and I like we're, we're video, and I got this guy on the on the Wendy's camera. But then Wendy and I played the next night at DB's Rustic Iron Barbecue, and then the Moonshiners were playing up the street at the boathouse, and so we got done and and went up there. And Moonshiners played last night at Riley's Tavern in. New Braunfels, and they played today between two and five out at the Devil's Backbone Tavern, yeah, in, uh, near near Fisher. And this band is so good. It's it's Bush Hancock that used to be in the Flatlanders with Jimmy Dale Gilmore, and he keeps a very low profile now. And his son Rory is the lead guitar player, and uh, Roger Moon is is. I can't say lead singer, but he's, you know, plays acoustic guitar and sings. Mark Utter plays bass, and they got this guy Jaffa playing drums. And man, talk about the best new little outfit out of Terlingua. They are good. I mean, nice. everybody needs to check out the Moonshiners. They really are something else. They have a, and, a uh, website uh, or Facebook page we can follow? They have a Facebook page. It's very limited. They're running a real low profile, which is pretty cool because yeah, sure. because of, you know, Butch's uh, musical history. And so it's cool that they're just doing these like little small town honky tonks. You know, they're they're, no, they're not fantastic. going for it. I love it. I love it. I love that band. They are they are they are friggin' amazing. But yeah, you know, if, if if people want to donate, they can just track me down. They can find me, Al Shire. You know, Google. God, it's a really scary thing when you just say, "Hey, just Google my name." I'm really trackable. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to totally Google. Well, you and me talked about that on the phone the other day, and I've I, every time I've Google myself, some NFL football player comes up, and he's they're retired. You know, six months ago, I was a musical artist, and my wife thought that was so cool. Now it has me listed as a singer, and it kind of like demoted me by about fifteen punk points. Yeah, well, yeah. Now you're just a singer. You you don't play guitar. You know. Just musical. I'm not artist, a songwriter. Bro. I'm just, no. you know, I, I, I was a musical artist that made me sound more broad. So Google, who dynamic. makes these decisions? Like who's up, who's up there at Google? Google, I already got problems with you, but that's a different story. But like, 
who's making these decisions? Why is he now just a singer when he clearly is a musician or a musical artist? I would um, I would be great with songwriter, musician. It sounds better than singer. Singer just, you know, it's like I'm not, you know. Singer's okay. It's cool, but it's limited. No, and, it offense, doesn't, and it doesn't describe Diana, you. Yeah. I'm no Diana Ross. Now, she's a singer. Yeah. Whitney Houston, she was a singer. You know what I mean? Like, I am not a singer. I'm just... Doug Pennant. I'm... Singer. Now, he's a musical artist, too, you know? Yeah, but he plays... Even though he is... But he's also a singer. He's also a pretty good singer, yeah. That's true. He's pretty good. Got some good things going on. So, if I give... How is he going to be in September? 73. Oh, my God. He was born in 1950. September 3rd, 1950. My mother was also born in that same year. So and he's in better shape than you and me combined. Fuck yeah, he is. That fucking bastard. <laughs> but <laughs> like, he's done. He got into a routine early on and stuck with it. I know. You know, yeah. like one of the, one of the best stories uh, about that. It's like they were getting signed to some. I don't know, Megaforce or whatever, whatever record. Like they've been on a few, whatever record label right. it is. And it's the late '80s, and they're at a barbecue, and everyone's having a great time and partying and stuff. And then Doug pulls out this bag of pills and everyone's like, what the fuck is this guy? Jesus Christ. Look at all those pills. And he just starts popping them and everyone it's the eighties. So everyone thinks like, Jesus, Sorry. what the fuck is this guy on? Cause rock stars are all fucked up and it's his multivitamins, you know, like he's just been like, Oh no, you got to take vitamin D. You got to take, <laughs> he's just always been, yeah. He smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. He had, right. he enjoys the, the drink or two, but he's, pretty health conscious and he has that same routine he wakes up he does push-ups he does pull-ups he does his whole thing he goes on walks it's it's a it's a form of meditation for him and trust I, me i was impressed because you know when we when we did that when i was on tour with you know king's x and y'all you know back in in 2010 when they when they did the accept tour yeah 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 you, you know he was up every morning before any of us farting and I wasn't drinking then. So I got up pretty early myself and I would, I would be one of the first out in the front. Well, I wouldn't be the first one because he'd be out there doing the push-ups, and he'd have the, the, uh, the, 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 the protein shake made. And, and coffee he's the one that in got the background too. Yep. He's the one that got me to stop drinking that coffee made. Yeah. Cause they were Cause like, he told it's me, fucking toxic. It catches on fire. <laughs> Well, he he told me it was going to cause me to have anal leakage. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was his exact words. He goes, "That that shit's going to make your butthole leak weird stuff." And then he like showed me the ingredient. Yeah, you can it catch like it on fire. Same, it's the same thing that's in that. You know what o, Olean is? I yeah 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 I've heard of it. It's in certain kinds of chips, and on those bags it says this product. May cause anal leakage. Jesus. And and yeah, no, it it was it was that tour that I quit drinking. That it was coffee made. It was hazelnut. I remember it. Oh, you had the liquid and, one, huh? Yeah. So the the coffee mate one that's the powder, the powder one you can oh. you can catch it on fire, and it burns for a long time. Like just wow. start pouring it out. Put a little. Sorry, I had to run away for it. Here, put a little like lighter like this on there. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. 
fucking wow. catches fire. And like you can everybody go YouTube this right now. It's fucking legit. It is flammable. I mean, there's a lot of things that we consume that are flammable. I, alcohol. Right. Know, but but I mean, when you're thinking about coffee and using using stuff in your coffee, you don't really think about oh, I'm gonna put fucking poison in my coffee, which is what it that right. feels and I think Doug's the reason why I quit using that stuff too, because I don't. I actually drink all my coffee black unless I'm going to Starbucks and I can get myself a caramel macchiato. Black. I do like a couple of uh, uh, shots of their simple syrup in my uh, in my iced coffee with almond milk. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do lately. You know, almond milk's pretty good. It's too bad I'm allergic to almonds. You know, it's weird. Are you it's really? Like, that's the only nut I'm allergic to. And how in the world? Am I not allergic to anything else, but I'm allergic to almonds? That doesn't make it. How makes did you find sense. out that? I got really, really fat and sick once. How old were you? <laughs> uh, man, it's been since the 90s. So I have might not be allergic. I have not tried. Have you it was so bad. I haven't have retested you for it. Or anything. No. You should. You know, Nathan Nate uh, used to be deathly allergic to shellfish. And he's not anymore? And No. Well, he works at no. a sushi place, so I wouldn't think he would. Right, right. But, you know, he, you know, worked there when he was still, when he would still fall victim to the hives and his throat oh, closing, damn. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that now he's, and, and now he's over it. So, you know, I mean, almond milk is good for you. I haven't drank milk milk since, oh God, I had my colonoscopy a year ago going on a year ago and yeah so it's been about a year since i've drank like real milk i still eat cheese but you know i'm i'm a booger making machine i'm, I'm pretty gross <laughs> but 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 i have noticed that in the year that i've quit drinking milk proper that my boogers are about at 50 percent less sure absolutely which is yeah. interesting that stuff you know no, dairy dairy makes it way worse and i've been as a kid who was allergic to everything a kid who went to get allergy tested in 1993 and my whole back fucking the nurse was like did they do the scratch they, test on your arm they did it all they did 20 of them on my arm and 60 okay. of them on my back and when they came back in wow. like they normally it's just little pricks right like Right, right. I had that gun on my arm. And I'm laying there. My mom's like trying to hold me down. She's like, it's going to be okay. It's like, I'm like, mom, it itches so bad. So I'm like being tortured. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I got to itch it. I got to roll over. And she's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And she runs out in the hall and calls the nurse. She's like, hey, just, he's like, not, this isn't working. And the nurse comes in. They're waiting, you know, they're waiting this 10 minute period or how, whatever long it, however long it is. And they come in and the nurse goes, oh my God. (laughs) They had never seen someone light up like I did. I was allergic to fucking everything. Um, I used to be allergic to soy, which in the eighties was in everything like hamburgers, like at McDonald's and Burger King. It's still, and then I was also allergic to chocolate which was interesting because that's initially why I was, I was like a really hyperactive kid in first and second grade. And I would always get sent home and, you know, with like a note, you know, and then of course, you know, dad being old school, you know, being born in 1923, guess who got the belt? This guy, you know? And so, yeah. And then, you know, after, you know, me pretty much telling my mom, like, I don't know what I'm eating, but I can't, I can't control like not being, 
hyperactive was how it, you know, finally came over. You know, she was like, let's go get a scratch. And boy, did my my dad feel feel guilty for whipping me. You know, I mean, he was just like, oh, I whipped the kid and he was being hyperactive because of the food that we're giving him, you know, and then he goes to school like that, you know, whatever, live and learn. It's an old school mentality, you know. There the was, boomers, you know, the, the gang. Boomers, you know, the boomers and the people before them, like, that, like you and I had this conversation the other day that was just like, get the fuck out of the front of the TV. You know, right. it made us who we are. It's right. all right. Well, like when I was in first and second grade, like my mom started a, like a snack project because there was a, a couple of kids that I went to school with that were having like, you know, behavioral problems like I was by like second and third period. And they weren't eat, eating breakfast in the morning. There was a kid named Ernest Lambkin. There was uh, another kid that I'm still friends with named Eric Donaldson. And like, we were all just, you know, by second period, third period, we were like starving. Like a lot of us just didn't eat breakfast. We weren't hungry. And then so by the time we got to school, so my mom started this little snack program where she would bring like goldfish, you know, and there was like a period of third period where like we would all have like snacks that would never go over now. You know, people are so weird about, you know, people bringing outside food, but it, it was a godsend that my mom thought about doing that and it worked. And it was like kids' behaviors, even other kids' behaviors that were like kind of on the spectrum, but not as bad as we were, like completely did like a 180. And it was like yeah. peace. It was like peace in like, you know, second and third grade because of because of old Nora, you know? Old Nora. I loved like, your mom. She was super, thanks, always super mom. nice to me when I met her a few times. I met your dad. Oh, yeah. I know I met your dad once for sure, but I think I met your mom multiple times, at least two or three times. Oh yeah. She was always yeah, super nice. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So all right. So uh everybody, the way to get a hold of Al Shire is gonna be in the description below. I'm only cutting this short because it's Saturday night and I just want to talk to Al off recording so we can just bullshit and have do what friends do. So we're gonna be able to find all of the ways to donate to the musicians, the Terlingua Musicians Guild in the description below. And uh, y'all blow him up. Let's get this guy as many guitars, drums, and violins, right? Whatever. Ukuleles. I've got a buddy, Gabe Koontzman, that lives out in, in uh, Del Valley. And I've been you know getting a couple of you know personal drum things from him. But I want to start getting more drums, hand drums from him and taking them out there. and. Okay. Yeah. Anything people can do to help. If they let's don't make help, this a thing, I'm gonna man. Let's, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it myself. Let's let's make this happen, guys, and then let's all go out there and visit so we can all play these instruments and have a good old time and maybe join his Guinness Book of World Records uh routine of getting a hundred people. Nothing in the but desert. love in Brewster yeah. County. What this has been the thirteen, everybody. This has been Al Shire on the thirteen. And uh we will see you all again. Later.